Welcome to Indie Reads Aloud, a storytelling podcast with your host, Diana Catherine Plopa. Come gather round, grab a snack, and listen to a story. Each week, we'll feature a new indie author with a story to tell. There are no long-winded interviews, no sales pitches, just stories. Most of the stories we'll tell will be family-friendly, but if they're not, you'll get fair warning before the reading begins. If you want to hear more, investigate the story notes for links to the author and where to buy their books. You can find us at dkpwriter.com. And now, sit back, relax, and listen to a story. Welcome back, everybody, to another super fun episode of Indie Reads Aloud. Today's episode deals with a Christian middle grade book. So this is a completely family-friendly edition. Bring your children. Um, everybody sit around, pour a cup of cocoa, have fun. We're going to have a good time. Today, Mary Beth McGee will be reading for us a book called The Promise Wreath, this is a really interesting, fun, different story, and I think we're going to have a good time today. Welcome, Mary Beth. Thank you for having me, Diana. I'm so happy to be here. I'm thrilled to visit with you again. It's been a little while, so it's, it's always nice to reconnect with old friends. Mary Beth is a writer, blogger, speaker, teacher, reader, dreamer, gardener, crafter, and like Rudyard Kipling's elephant child, she is filled with insatiable curiosity. She loves the innocence of children, the affection of animals, and the joy of God's creation. She's an amazing writer. She teaches writing. She shares her passion for storytelling at festivals everywhere. And, and I'm really, really honored that you're taking the time today to read to us. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. So today, um, we're going to hear the promise wreath. Instead of me reading the synopsis, can you just tell me real quickly what this story is about before we begin? Primarily, it's about the love between a grandmother and her granddaughter and how they share that love and the promises of the Bible through crochet. Excellent. I am so excited to hear this, and, and it's, it's unusual that we okay. get... Oh, there it is. <laughs> so it's unusual that we get to share an entire story. Usually it's a chapter or two, um, with the exception of children's books. So I love it when I get to hear it from beginning to end, because as I've said several times in this program, I am still six years old and I love it when people read out loud to me. So when you are ready, Mary Beth, please take the microphone and read aloud. Great. Thank you so much. This book is dedicated to all those adults who care enough to share the good news with a child. There will be a special place in heaven for you. With a slam of the door, Margaret Ann hurried into the kitchen. She put her backpack on the floor by the table and hung her jacket on the hook by the back door. The day had dragged on for so long, she thought she must be in fourth grade by now instead of just third. The last day of before of school before Christmas break had felt like forever. Margaret Ann was in a hurry because her beloved grandmother was coming to visit that day. 
she would stay all the way through Christmas and New Year. Maybe Grandma was already here. She couldn't wait to look for Grandma. She found Grandma sitting in the living room with something green on her lap. Margaret Ann ran over and hugged her grandmother tight and gave her a big kiss on the cheek. I'm so glad you're here, Grandma. I missed you, Margaret Ann exclaimed. She wrapped her arms around Grandma's neck and kissed her cheek. Grandma always smelled sweet, like roses. I missed you too, dear, said Grandma. She put the green yarn down on her lap and hugged and kissed Margaret Ann back. It wouldn't seem like Christmas if I couldn't be with you. What you doing, Grandma? asked Margaret Ann. She knelt beside the chair and propped her elbows on the arm of it. She settled her chin in her hands. I'm crocheting. Grandma picked up the green yarn and a piece of metal. Margaret Ann reached out to touch the cool metal. It had a little bump on the end, like a broken candy cane. What is this, she asked. It's called a crochet hook, and it helps me work the yarn into a design, said Grandma. What's your crocheting, Margaret Ann asked. This will be a wreath, smiled her grandmother as her wrinkled hands worked the crochet hook through the soft yarn. Why are you making a wreath, Margaret Ann asked. What's it for anyway? Is it for something to play with? She pictured her beautiful baby doll. A wreath might be fun to play with when she dressed up her doll. No, it isn't something to play with. Grandma shook her head. Is it for a decoration? Sort of, but it is much more than a decoration, said Grandma. Is it something to wear? She thought of her favorite sweater. A sweater with a wreath on it would be pretty. No, it's more than something to wear, Grandma replied. Then why are you making it, Grandma? Margaret Ann's dark curls bounced with the emphasis of her question. I'm making it to remember a special promise made long, long ago, said Grandma. What kind of a promise? A promise from God, Grandma answered. He made us a precious promise about the very first Christmas. You mean baby Jesus? Margaret Ann whispered as her eyes sparkled. Yes, dear, baby Jesus was one promise kept and another promise made. The promise kept. God promised his people to send them a Messiah. His prophet Isaiah told them they could look forward to the time when unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's in Isaiah chapter 9. Grandma looked at the wreath in her hands. He kept the promise when he sent baby Jesus. The wreath I'm making is a reminder of a new promise. What's the new promise, Grandma? I'm glad you asked, Margaret Ann. Go and get your Bible and we'll read about the promise together. Margaret Ann ran to her room and got her Bible. She loved the picture of Jesus with the children on the cover 
and the pictures of her favorite Bible stories on the inside. Right now, though, she didn't stop to look at the pictures. She wanted to find out about the new promise, so she raced back to the living room. Here it is, Grandma. Where should I look? Turn to Psalm 46, verse 10. That will tell us how to start. The book of Psalms is in the very middle of the Bible. We learned that in Sunday school, Margaret Ann said with great assurance. That's right. Margaret Ann opened her Bible in the middle and then turned the pages until she found the verse. She read it aloud. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. She sounded out the words she wasn't sure of, just as she had learned in school. What does it mean, Grandma? She looked at her grandmother, confused by the words she didn't know. It means that we should quiet our hearts and listen for God's whisper because he is in charge. He will tell us what to do, Grandma explained. Let's stop and pray for God's guidance as we work. She reached out and took Margaret Ann's hand in hers. Dear God, please show us your will as we study your word and learn about your promise. Me too, God, prayed Margaret Ann. Amen, said Grandma. Amen, said Margaret Ann. Grandma put down the wreath that she was crocheting and pulled a finished one from the basket by her feet. Now let's look at the wreath. What do you see, my sweet? Well, it's round, Grandma. That's right, a wreath is round, a circle that has no beginning and no end. God has no beginning or end either. He always has been here. He is here today and he will be here tomorrow. Like God's love, a circle is complete. Look at the last book in your Bible for Revelation 1.8. Margaret Ann turned the pages to the proper verse. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, said the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. She paused for a moment. Grandma, does that mean that God is always around? Yep, that's part of it. And does it mean he will always be with me? Yes, my love, it does. That's one of the promises that the wreath helps me to remember. Another way to think of it is in the book of Romans. Look up chapter 8, verse 38 and 39. The freckles on Margaret Ann's forehead bunched together as she concentrated on finding the right page. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. She took a deep breath as she finished the reading. 
Well done, Margaret Ann. Do you know what those words mean? That God loves us a lot? And then some grandma laughed. It means I've thought it all through and I'm convinced that God loves us. Not maybe, not I think so, but I am 100% certain and sure and that nothing can stop him loving me. This verse tells us that no person and no thing can come between us and God. And he sent his son Jesus to prove it to us. That's a really big promise, Grandma. It certainly is. The wreath reminds me of it because the wreath is evergreen, just like God's love for me. His love never changes. Thanks, Grandma. Do you see the white border around the green wreath? Yes, ma'am. It's very pretty. Is it part of the promise, too? It has several parts in the promise. Turn to Psalm 51.7. Margaret Ann found the verse in just a moment. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. What is hyssop, Grandma? Hyssop is a plant the people of the Bible times used so they could be clean enough to worship God. I know what being clean is. It means getting all the old yucky dirt and stuff off and feeling all nice and pretty, said Margaret Ann. And Grandma laughed out loud. Margaret Ann laughed too. Getting clean feels good, doesn't it? And that's what Jesus does for us. He takes our sin away and makes us clean inside. I remember that from Mama reading me a story. She said that Jesus came to give us a brand new heart. Right. Now go to Titus 2, 13 and 14. Titus is a very small book in the New Testament. When Margaret Ann found the tiny letter to Titus, she looked through the first verses. Well, it says here it is a letter. Paul wrote this letter to Titus. It has a lot of good information in it. Have you found the second chapter yet? Here it is. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. He's talking about Jesus, isn't he? Yes, Jesus is the one who died for us. Not only does his promise to make us clean, he also makes us pure. So the white around the wreath reminds us that he gave us cleanliness and purity as part of the new promise. And Jesus himself is pure. That's why he can make us pure. In John 1.29, John says, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. They're white too, aren't they? Exactly. So the white also reminds us that Jesus is the Lamb of God. Can you look up another verse? Oh, yes, this is fun. Well, take a look at Matthew 26, 28. Margaret Ann carefully turned the pages until she found Matthew's gospel. For 
this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. But Grandma, there's no blood on the roof. Margaret Ann looked puzzled. There's no real blood, but there are red berries to remind us of the blood that Christ shed for us. The New Testament, that means an agreement, which the verse speaks of is the new promise he made for us, that he has paid the debt for our sins so that we can live. Pastor said that Jesus died for us because he loves us so much. That's right. He always has loved us and always will love us. Because he loves us, he gives us grace. I've heard people say that grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Like a present that someone else buys for you. You have the gift because they paid the cost. That's why I put a bow on the wreath. To remind me of the gift of grace. That was our memory verse a few weeks ago. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Ephesians 2.8. Margaret Ann was quite pleased she had remembered the verse, even though she couldn't say the whole name of the book. Wonderful. You didn't have to look that one up. Grandma smiled and smiled at her daughter's words. Do you also know John 3.16? Sure, Grandma, everyone knows that one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I like that one a lot. My teacher said we should put our own name in place of the world and remember that God loved each of us that much. For God so loved Margaret Ann that he gave his only begotten son, that if she believeth in him, she should not perish, but have everlasting life. You have a very wise teacher. She's right. Do you know why the bow is gold, Grandma asked? Oh, Grandma, why? Because it shows the precious perfection of God's only begotten son, Jesus Christ, and the priceless value of his love. Gold is a precious metal, and it is one of the gifts the wise men brought to baby Jesus, according to the second chapter of Matthew. How do you know all of these verses, Grandma? Grandma pulled a slip of paper from her bag. She showed it to Margaret Ann. I keep them all written here. That way I can remember why the promise wreath is important to me. I've been studying the Bible for a very long time, too. That also helped me to remember them. What will you do with the wreath, Grandma? I will give it as a gift to someone very special so that they are reminded of God's promise too. Who? You, my precious granddaughter. Grandma reached over with the little wreath and pinned it to Margaret Ann's shirt with a tiny gold safety pin. She enfolded Margaret Ann in a big hug. Now you have God's promise over your heart. Thank you, Grandma. And thank you, God, for keeping your promises and sending your son for us. The end. Thank you so much. What a delightful story. And for those of you watching on YouTube, that was just Mary Beth holding up the wreath. And Mary Beth, tell me, um, 
there's an added bonus at the end of this book. You actually have instructions how to make the wreath, right? Correct. Because I want anybody out there who wants you to be able to make this promise wreath and share it as it the idea of a crocheted wreath was shared with me many, many years ago. So this has been kind of like a family legacy for you then? Shared yeah. from grandparent to granddaughter, kind of? Well, I have shared it to my granddaughter, yes. Awesome. And I have shared it with many people along the way. It's been a Christmas ornament. It's been a greeting card. And now it's a book because the promise wreath needs to be shared. That's fantastic. I love that there's an activity for children to do at the end of the book so that they can remember the message of the book. I, I think that's an awesome thing. Thank you so much for coming to read today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I look forward to you coming back. I know you have other books. So yes, I, I invite you to come back and read your other books for us on another day. Would you be willing to do that? I would love to. Thank you. Excellent. Have a marvelous day. You too. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Indie Reads Aloud Radio. We hope you'll join us again next week for another story. If you're an indie author and you'd like to share your story with us, visit our website at dkpwriter.com to sign up and read aloud.